Welcome, welcome to the Bro CR Supercast. Basically, a super cool podcast. See what we did there? <laughs> we discuss all things obstacle course racing, culture, and community that embodies it. From performing athletes, flashy new gear, and secret guacamole recipes. Yummy. We've got you covered, bro. Do you have questions? We want to find answers. Want to talk about running in the mud and your next big adventure? Cool. So do we. Now let's lace up those trail kicks and jump in the corral. The Supercast. The Supercast starts now. It's Tuesday. Happy Tuesday, everybody. Good morning and welcome to the Supercast. I'm Leah Hensley. I'm Jacob Bosecker. Leah, how was yeah. your weekend? It was we good. We took a week off, by the way. <laughs> we did. We did. We took a week off. Um, you know, Leah's been traveling a ton. <laughs> I have been traveling. Season's kind of been picking up, but, you know. Um, so last weekend, I traveled to a race in Tennessee um, did a six-hour, it was actually a really fun format. It was a six-hour OCR relay um, with teams of up to eight people. So my team had seven, and two people had to be on course at all times. So you can do what you wanted to do and swap people in and out. But what made it really cool is, you know, we're used to the team events of, like, World's Toughest Mudder where it's the same two people just slogging it out and dying over the course of, you know, 24 hours. But in this punch, case, punch, 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 punch. right. But in this case, by swapping in and out, it was every single lap was max effort red line because you would come off, you would rest before you had to go back out again. So it was really intense and it literally came down to just about a photo finish. It was a couple seconds separating first and second place. So it was really fun. That sounds great. I miss that kind of stuff. Yeah, um, it was fun. That was last weekend, and then this weekend I did a little local trail race. So, about you? Just cleaning up Strava segments here, um, which which we can talk about here in a second. But before we get going to that, um, I yeah. want to talk about our awesome sponsor. A lot of people are running ultras right now, and you know it's yeah. a great product for long endurance race um, pain management? Venga CBD. <laughs> Absolutely. Vanga CBD is made by endurance athletes for endurance athletes, helps with inflammation, with recovery, with training. Um, it's an all-encompassing product that will help you throughout every stage of your training, your preparation, and your performance. There's four awesome products available. You can check them out at vangacbd.com. And as always, save 15% off with code BROCR. Absolutely. Um, great product, great use, and I'll be using that hopefully this weekend. So now I can talk about what I've did. So, mm -hmm. okay. I've been sick, Leah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm still punching away miles, still getting stuff pulled together. Um, but I've been kind of out of it because my daughter, now going to daycare. Um, the petri bring, dish of germs. Oh my gosh. Like if there's a way to do like to follow up with people and like do like infectious disease data. I think you need to do it towards like daycare work, which are great people, good people. But like, my God, I got sick. Like I got this yeah. horrible sinus infection, been sneezing up and hacking up blood and stuff. Um, Sexy. Um, 
Well, it's it's still, I think, some of that sinus stuff that I had beforehand. Um, right, it was right. just so crazy. Like, my body's still trying to figure out, okay, what does it look like to have sinus cavities? Right, right. So I mean, anybody... it's the unfortunate part of being a new parent. You know, you have these, you know, beautiful little babies with no immune system, and they have to build it up somehow, and daycare does it. I mean, the first six to 12 months of daycare, I mean, it's just in and out with Every, everybody says it's like the sickest going to be true. in your life. <laughs> oh, for sure. For sure. And once once you get through the initial hump of germ assault, then, you know, it's fine. <laughs> hump of germs. But it's getting to that point. I mean, it literally is a Petri dish. Absolutely. it's It sucks. So anyway, I, and it was one of those things like, I think I can fight it out. I think I can tough it out. Right, and then right. like finally of Thursday of this week, I was like, nope, I'm going to go to the, and even like, even with COVID protocols right now, I'm going to, I'm going to bitch for a little bit here, Leah. You go right ahead. <laughs> so even with protocols in this town, like I can't even get into my hospital right now. They're like, well, we've got to wait until Friday. I'm like, ah, oh. so if anybody's friends with me, my plan was this weekend to try to throw down the fastest known time on the full Tecumseh trail here in the state of Indiana. It's 42 miles long. I'm planning to do it. It's about 4,000 games. It's going to be quick. There's a few really rough climbs in it. Uh, out of Yellowwood Lake and stuff on the, um, they call it the Scarce of Fat Trail there, but it's kind of just north of it. Um, really cool spot, and I'm excited to do it next weekend because it's going to be a little cooler. It was like 80 this weekend. <gasps> anyway, um, <laughs> was planning to do it. Was like, well, I can't do it this weekend. I don't want to wait until Friday to get into the hospital. So I ended up going to the Minute Clinic at CVS where they could finally get me in. And now I'm feeling better. But Good. I had to postpone my race one weekend. Well, better to um, postpone than try it feeling yucky and not reach your goals. So. Oh, absolutely. It's just hard because, like, this is a point-to-point run. Mm. So I've got to get other people to help logistics, me. I've got to get some, right? Yeah, there's logistics. There is, And that's one of the reasons I decided to try to throw down an FKT on this one because it's not just something you can go out and do. Like, park your car right. and go do it. Um, go get something. It requires something, planning. You know. It requires a lot of planning. I've got topo maps. I've got. I've been planning this for months now, um, mm-hmm. and I want to mm-hmm. do it. But it's uh, it's going to be hairy, and it's long. Mm-hmm. There's there's two trails like that here in the state of Indiana that people really don't kind of like think a lot about from the Hoosier mm-hmm. Hiking Council's perspective. One's called um, Tecumseh, which is what mm-hmm. I'm doing. Um, 42 miles from Morgan Monroe State Park to Monroe um, Monroe Lake, uh, mm-hmm. Lake Monroe here in Indiana, which is the biggest lake in the state. And then the other one is the Knobstone trail here in indiana which is just a bit further south kind of towards louisville um it's i think 52 miles long i I don't don't quote me on that i think it is but it's more like 7,000 gain which is okay you know not horrible but it's something you could still do in a day if you if you go and knock it out and i don't think there is an fkt set on either but they're both point to point yeah um so that logistics planning and both of them are in the middle of freaking nowhere right, <laughs> right, right. with Tecumseh ah so anyway doing so that's that, gonna be this weekend hopefully this weekend if things go well I've got a crazy week on my hands here between work stuff and getting everything else done but hopefully this weekend we'll be pulling that out awesome um, awesome yeah yeah well yeah, yeah. we have a really good episode today but before we talk about that we got to catch up on kind of what's been going on um this past there's weekend. been races yeah well not only yes there's there's definitely been races from you know little local trail races like i did to all the way up to the big moab 250 240 
Mm-hmm. Um, I did see stuff this past that. weekend. Yep. Um, and everything in between. We had Spartan Race. Um, not sorry, not Spartan. Savage Race. Savage um, Race. Yep. We had we had that this past weekend. We had several ultras. The Georgia Blue Ridge 50K was this weekend. Yeah. Um, you know, lots of lots of stuff. Lots of opportunities out there. Yeah, so Savage Race this past weekend, um, cleaning up the field there. Uh, Mark Battress, once again, taking yep. home the win. Yep, yep. He was in, I think, second place down here in Georgia, um, and then came out and, and took the took the axe down there in Dallas. And Alexandra Walker, for females, again, another one. Absolutely. You know, great, great race there. I I was so sad because I heard that they were planning to come and put on a race. There there was a talk about them doing a fall race over at Hubie's. Yeah, and there I was. Swear. I know they were in negotiations trying to get Hubie, but, you know, health department and all that good stuff. It just if it happens wasn't next happening. year, I am pumped. That's like, a good that, venue to have it. And I think Sam said that he was venue. keeping that as an open option. So so we'll see. I will but be there. Yeah, I will be Savage there. Race going strong. race in Hubie's, I will be there. Because it's easy to up there too because it's just yeah. this big open old golf course yep yep so savage oh, race going strong wait. and you know kicking butt so so blue ridge happened this weekend and then yep. there was another little event over the weekend in pittsfield vermont it's the secret hush hush nobody knows about it but we're gonna nobody leak. talk about it no 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 don't talk about it it's secret but we'll leak post a your stories Yancy call please oh my goodness <laughs> So if you guys listened to the episode, I don't know, a couple of weeks ago that when I talked to Yancey, he alluded to this big event that he wasn't allowed to tell me about and said it was going to be like the awesomest of awesomes. And, you know, nobody knew what it was going to be. In classic and Yancey format. Exactly. <laughs> Which, awesome you know, awesome. Yancey, let's be real here. You know, Yancey gets excited over breakfast. I mean, everything. Excited we're going to get up in the morning and we're going to have like the nicest, like. Oh my gosh, I've got an omelet. The best omelet ever. Got some peppers down there. Can't wait to cut up them peppers. <laughs> so, <laughs> Yancey, I you love know, you so much. Yancey, we, we love you. But, I you need know, more Yancey in my life, to be honest, in 2020. Right. <laughs> when, when you have the ability to find awesome in everything, you know, it's hard to say what's really going to be truly, you know, awesome as the high. Uh, 95% of the time I'm going to say when Yancey says something's going to be good and he hypes, he's the ultimate hype man. He is. <laughs> he is. So we have but, this ultra secret event happening up in Vermont with Joe DeSena. It's a little bit more public now because I've been posting it and because yes. nothing else is going on. Right. But 12 guys, 12 girls. Um, invitation only. And it's a mix. Yes. Right. So, okay. So it's invitation only. And it's a mix of various athletes. You've got OCR athletes. You've got American Ninja Warriors. You've got ultra athletes. You've got CrossFitters. A little bit of everybody. 12 men, 12 women. Um, from the OCR side, um, the men, notably, we've Atkins got and, um, Aaron. Hunter McIntyre, obviously. We've got Ryan Atkins. Right. Got... First of all, like Hunter doesn't even consider like Hunter doesn't get to be a Spartan Race Pro Team member anymore. He is just a fitness personality. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, come on, if you cross it, it doesn't matter. He fits everything. So <laughs> Hunter's there. Ryan Atkins is there. Aaron Newell is there. Um, and Ryan Kent. And those are yeah. the four notable OCR men. 
Yep. Notably missing, we're missing Woodsy. We're missing the Kempson brothers. Um, we're missing Killian. Killian, Batris, there's a whole slew there's of slew names. Of guys that would be great for something yeah. like this. Um, but we don't but anyway, know what criteria is used. We don't know who Well, picked. and even like back in the day, we're, let's go back to like Matt Davis did a piece yep. with Joe. And Joe was like, I want to do a throwdown here in, yep. in yep. Vermont. And I want to invite all the pro all the pro team members was his words. Right, right. Um, but, oh, my gosh, it was just so, so freaking wild. But anyway, they just invited that. From the women's side, you had Rhea Coble, yep. uh, Lindsay Webster, Brenna yep. Coffin, and our favorite Nicole Miracle. Yeah. Um, so four and four notable OCR athletes on on each side. Yep. So a third of it is OCR people, which is fair. I, yeah. I think that's, I'd, I'd, I'd love to see a bigger event, but it's, it's 2020 guys. <laughs> right. I mean, it would be awesome if they could do it full blown CrossFit game style with an elimination, but they can't, but they can't. And you know, there's going to be all kinds of haters hating on everything, but at the end of the day, this is a cool event in theory. My biggest Hopefully beef with it. Well. well, my beef with it is we're not going to, like, we know this happened. We've seen athlete stories, including Spartan, leaking mm-hmm. out some of the events and what's going on. But we don't get to see it or know about it until it airs on YouTube in the, quote, winter. Who knows when that's going to be? Christmas Day. You know, we just need something to watch between. I saw Disney's putting out the new, like their new Soul movie on Christmas. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, you know, WTM for years historically has Christmas aired Day. on Christmas Day. Mm-hmm. So maybe you're on to something. The problem it might is, be, who knows? The problem is, is that this sport, let's be real, we are full of instant gratification people. And we Absolutely. want information now, live time, as it's happening. So by the time this thing comes out one, two months from now, are people really going to care enough to watch? Eh, I don't know. If it looks really good, I don't know. Um, I don't know. I mean, I'll watch just because I'm a, you know, sucker for that kind of stuff. Yeah. But, you know, I, I don't know. I think it would be behoove of everybody in the interest to keep keep the interest going by getting it aired, you know, like next week. Um, but who knows? Uh, it's, it's so much to edit that stuff. And it's, I, I get it as being, a, as doing video editing in the past and understanding it, it's a bitch. It's a bitch yeah. to pull all that stuff together. Um, but, <laughs> but it's two things. One, there's nothing sexier than live TV period. Right. Like, there's, right. there's nothing sexier than sitting down and watching a fight or something right. of that nature. As it's happening. But if not, you need to do it in a timely fashion where it's yep. still relevant. That's the um, thing. Yep. Um, and I, it's it's already growing still to me. Like this this sounds weird, but like I've seen it. I've and I the longer I wait, the more I don't want to watch it. There yep. was a. Um, do, have you ever watched Hot Ones? We've talked about Hot Ones. Oh before, yeah, right? no, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. They just did Chicken an episode wings. last week with Ronda Rousey. No way. Yep. Last week dropped an episode with Ronda Rousey. I'm like, oh, I want to watch that. Check. I'm going to have to but watch it. Let me see, The longer Miranda. it goes, I want to watch it now. I'm probably not going to want to watch it around Christmas because I've got other shit I'm going to yeah. watch. I've, yeah. got a, I've got a hopper. Well, I mean, and let's be real. By the time we get to that, how many other events are going to be happening from now until then? So, yeah, or just things. Right. Who cares if so-and-so won that event today when they yeah. win something else or lose something else between then? So, 
I don't know, but and we know there was different. You've got to be absolutely quiet and secretive about it and make it feel yeah. like it's it's hardcore. Like, yeah. Um, we know there's been various events. They've leaked. There was an OCR run. There was a mountain bike. There was a swim event. There was a swim. There was a decafit um, yeah. piece, and there was a, a pretty strongman competition, which is right. always fun. Right. Um, I love so the... I love seeing strongman competitions. Like last year when we had the Spartan. Um, the combine throwdown that they had at oh, Tahoe. Oh, yeah, in Tahoe. Yeah. And they had the log flips, and yep. they just came out there. Like, I, was it, it wasn't Hapner who had the cowboy hat on. I forget who had the cowboy hat on. But, like, he comes out there and just starts manhandling that log. Right, <laughs> Just right. going to town. And uh, it was so cool. It was so freaking awesome. I mean, and it's cool so, that they've got athletes from all different disciplines. So, in theory, we'll see different strengths and weaknesses from various people. Um, I don't know. Like I said, I'm, I'm sure I'll tune in. We'll see, but knowing Spartan and you know, how, who knows how many episodes this is going to be and all that. Well, we'll see. We'll see. The other thing is I need to start catching up finally on all the, um, like 2019, 2018 televised episodes that they put on yeah. Facebook and YouTube and yeah, yeah. All the it's all out there. Um, so anyway, that's what we've got of that. We don't know who won. Um, yeah. Probably we don't know Matt anything. Davis does, if I know that. <laughs> <laughs> well, Joe put a kibosh on all media. So even Matt could not go to to watch. So there was no media there other than their own stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, so we'll see. We'll see. We'll figure it out. Anyway, let's talk about this week's episode. This week's episode, we bring on another local race. And yep. actually, I'm calling you out, Will Hicks. Um, I've been doing my long runs on Sunday mornings now uh, uh-huh. after the kid goes down. And uh-huh. I just have podcast time. So uh-huh. they put out an episode talking about Tough Mudder. Okay. Their season passes. And Will was like, let me know if there's any other OCR events here. Well, Frontline's happening. It, it. There you <laughs> go. Frontline. We have this week, we have the the owner of Frontline, Ed Leon, I think co-owner, um, who is putting on the Frontline event on Halloween Day in Byron, Illinois, which is outside of um, outside of Chicago. Um, we talk about the event. We talk about what um, you know, his event from well, others, and yep, and why you need to come. So, check it out. Without further ado, let's kick it on over to the phones. Hey guys, how are you? Thanks for uh, having me over for the conversation. Hey hey, welcome to the show. This week we have our friend Ed Leon from Frontline. Welcome to the show. Hey, thank you very much. I appreciate being invited, and it's a pleasure being here talking with you guys, and I'm excited about seeing you guys in less than like three weeks or, or so. Oh, God, I can't believe we're just a few weeks away. Ed, um, how's life? <laughs> What's going on, buddy? Life life is busy. You know, despite the pandemic, um, nothing's slowing us down. We're still, you know, we're still recruiting, promoting for the race itself. Uh, you know, personal life is as busy as heck, but you know, that's just one obstacle after another and just overcoming them. So it's kind of folds right into what we're leading up to with the October 31st and the frontline race. Absolutely. So this race was originally supposed to be back in May. Yes. Um, and, Which, uh, know, before we before we go into this on what the race is, I'm just going to go say you always have your race day on the busiest day of the year. <laughs> this always, is true. Always, always, always. In I May, know. yes. It's always a hot weekend where there's multiple race options. I know. I know. And, you know, one of the reasons we do it is um, we do it. It's on Armed Forces Day. So okay. 
it falls on that date approximately. So we, we try to stay consistent and we know that there are a lot of race options out there, you know, and for us, the goal, the goal as a, as a company, we're not here to pay our mortgages on the race. We're not here to live a lavish lifestyle because you'd starve to death. I mean, we do it because there's a purpose behind it and what separates other races is ours is very mission oriented as whereas we try to partner up with other organizations that are law enforcement, first responder, military oriented, um, mm-hmm. and work with them. You know, be, myself and, and Jay Nichols, my partner um, in the company, we're, I'm a retired law enforcement officer. I just retired. He's still active. And, you know, that's why we created the, the races. We wanted to bring recognition and honor the men and women who are serving and protecting in order for us to even be able to do these types of events, anything in the country, just they're protecting our rights and our freedom. So this is what we do. We, you know, we have to pit up against some of the big races, and that's unfortunate, but it is what it is, and we just have to roll with the adversity and deal with it. Well, now with with the pandemic and everything going on, it's you know blessing and a curse, obviously. But you know, in this situation, the races, you know, they're so few and far between right now, and I think this is a really awesome opportunity for the people who are not native to the Midwest. I mean, pretty much everybody in the Midwest has heard of Frontline and knows what you guys are about. But for those who are listening to this this episode who may not be familiar with Frontline, um, I know you you know, you just kind of give a little brief overview now about your partnerships with, with law enforcement and military and, and whatnot. But why don't you give us a little overview about, you know, your race and what makes you guys special? Well, I think what makes us special that uh, again, we're in the, the niche category. We're 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 um, dedicating and honoring uh, service members of the community and of the of the armed forces. Uh, another thing that kind of separates us from some of the other venues is that for our race, it's the same course for everyone. It's six miles over 30 obstacles. The weights and the challenges for men and women are the same. Mm-hmm. And the reason we do that is because when you're on the front line, you don't have a choice of how big your, you know, the person you're going to rescue is, or how big the uh, assailant that you're fighting, or how big the um, the the army you're fighting. You just don't have those choices and luxuries. And you know, the w- women just in recent history have earned the right to be in combat units, and they're not being given any leniency on how much gear they carry, or you know, how much ammo they have to haul around, or who they fight. They, they it is what it is. So that's one of the distinctions that we have apart from some of the other races that we don't have a distinction with men and women. They, they have to mm-hmm. do the same thing. Awesome. So, okay, so that's the overview of kind of what the race course is like. Um, so it's one race at length option, six miles. Mm-hmm. Talk about the elite wave. What makes you guys special well, there? Uh, well, that's a good one. So our elite wave um, is is not just the top racers running it but we add an additional challenge to it so uh in essence you know we have them wear uh plate carriers 16 pounds of extra weight of rigid weight so they have to complete this this tough course with that additional weight and that weight is symbolic of what any first responder any uh, military personnel has to carry in the field in real life so we kind of replicate the hardships of the race itself and we add that extra dimension of realism with carrying extra gear you know, it's one thing running in in uh, in shorts and and just running the course, but it's another thing when you strap on that weight carrier because it's it, it changes the game for everyone. 
Man, it sure does. I can I can vouch for that. So mm-hmm. was it two years ago I came? Yeah, I guess it was two years ago I yeah, came. Yeah, and, and I can tell you right now, one of my favorite things is looking at Jordan Buscemi's face when he got done doing the, the, your traverse <laughs> line there. And he was gassed. Yeah. Just. Well, but I it, mean, it's not even just the weight. It's the, the cumbersomeness of the it's plate. It's this huge plate you've got on your chest. Yeah, and you can't. And when you're doing uh, an obstacle like Abominable's uh, Weaver, or mm-hmm. you're doing a rope climb, or you're doing the anything that you you have to bend your body, that plate is not bending, and you have mm-hmm. to maneuver somehow to get your momentum around an obstacle. So that's kind of the neat thing about that plate carrier. That's that's <sighs> distinguishes us from other race brands. It just gets so back to the really I feel the the heart of the sport when you're thrown into a situation that you don't understand. And you got to figure it out. Yeah. You got to figure out right here, right now. And like, you don't have any time to fit time to waste. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and the awesome part about this race and this way for, for those who are taking on this elite challenge, you guys are mandatory completion for your obstacles, but you don't just get to keep a crummy little band when you finish. Right. Right. You keep the, you get the plate carrier because the way we look at it is if you can complete that course, and you don't quit. You can try the obstacle as many times as you want, but if you don't quit and you complete the course successfully, you keep that plate carrier minus the weight. But so we kind of it's like a trophy, you know, and you really earn that. So it's, it's very, an awesome trophy. Yeah, it's it's coveted by many people. I've witnessed people for at least two hours at an obstacle, and this is not just this is several obstacles where you have people just on a, on the on the monkey bars for two hours trying to complete it with their hands just ripped open in tears they don't want to give up that vest um, so it's kind of a it's kind of a neat aspect to the um, to the challenge of you know mandatory completion you give them as many chances as you want um, until they successfully complete the obstacle and it's just so symbolic too like going back to I think back to the days of battle frog when they used to take your bands yeah mm-hmm. and they at the Battle Frog Championship, they nailed all of those to the entry wall. So you yeah, had to you climb over. Pictures the, with, with Chris Accord. I mean, at, at that time, you know, that little rubber band meant everything to people. Exactly. Know? Yeah. And I can tell you right now that that vest, Ed, I keep in my in my um, in my weapons box here, and I use it probably once a week. I'm probably gonna put it on tonight, but. Um, <laughs> But every time I do that, I think back to that race, and it's one of those things that you get to keep using and keep reminding yourself, man, this is just such a cool part of how I got to where I'm at right now. Yeah, I mean, it really is neat to see people posting wearing that vest and they're training with it, um, because you know it's it's sort of like it's like you were in battle and you know exactly what that person went through to get that. So it's that brotherhood and that that camaraderie that you build when when you see someone, you give them that nod. Yep, I know what you went through. Mm-hmm. Earn that, and that's that's a really cool kinship that you that you foster on that on our race. Absolutely, right. and I, I, that's one of the things I just love about, and and even so more so the community you guys have. So the frontline community there is is a great community. You've got a lot of great people. Just even last week, even the Chicago area. If you're in the Chicago area, you, you've got to be here. But first of all, like between you guys and the HeartFit guys and the guys over at Highlander and Abominable all working together are already name dropping like crazy. But right, um, right. yeah, strong um, zone, legendariness. Yes. All yeah. those guys, they're all coming out. Um, you guys just got done doing a thing over at CrossFit Supercell. So yeah. 
Yeah, break us. Okay, before we go into a little bit more depth of the race, what all yeah. happened at CrossFit Super Sun and what was going on with the goddamn cinder blocks? All right. <laughs> <laughs> so, so <laughs> that's a funny thing. And that, so uh-huh. I, I joined a group called F3, and it's 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 a it's a national it's organization. Familiar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we were we wake up at ungodly times, 4:30 in the morning. You work out, rain or shine, six days a week, pure lead. It's free. And it's, it's tough. I mean, it holds you accountable, and, and I love it. So one of the tools that they require each member to have is a cinder block, and they call them okay. coupons. Mm-hmm. And these coupons are required for whatever workout that we're going to do. There's going to be a, a – there could be a coupon involved. So they did a national challenge for every every F3 community in the country. We had to do this week – this four-week challenge. And one of them happened to be a, um, a murder bunny. Now, a murder bunny is is basically like a bear crawl, ape crawl uh, drag with the coupon for distance and then an exercise Ooh. between. It's brutal, mm-hmm. um, and we felt it would be perfect for frontline. Um, so, you know, we've got a lot of <laughs> F3 who are coming out there, and, you know, we're, we're going to get their F3 flags and, and post them. But that's going to be one of the stations. I think CrossFit Supercell, in fact, is going to be hosting that station because they love this so hold, much. Hold up, hold up here, hold up here. You're going to be making them drag a cinder block <laughs> with a weight vest. Yeah. Barbed wire? Barbed wire? That's to be determined. Oh, my God. Yeah. Goodness <laughs> sakes. So this is a new strength <laughs> obstacle out there, y'all. If you're listening, um, be prepared. This is a kick right with... to the dick. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know what? And, and maybe strategically place it, like, at the end. When you think you're well, going to, you're course. done. You're not going to taper off. You're going to just going to have to go a little bit harder and just dig down deep to get through it. And that could be a <sighs> game. You know, that could, you could catch up to someone. And if you're good yeah. and you're quick with doing the cinder block movement, um, then you might pass that opponent, but that's something that's going to, that one of these exercises where like, like an Atlas carry where you just have time to think and uh-huh. you're in deep thought and you're questioning yourself, why did I sign up for this? And when you cross that finish line, you know why you signed up for it because you yeah. accomplished something huge. So, you know, the cinder block is cheap. It's inexpensive, but it's really difficult. So we yeah, wanted to, for sure. you know, the, compl- the the com- the composure of the, of the game uh, just a little bit and that's open for- everyone's going to do it so that's just discussion oh, I love it I love it so, so my, so my dad was a brick of... wait wait I'm gonna, I got a second here my dad was a brick mason and I can vouch for that like the cinder blocks suck there's no good way <laughs> to do anything with them um, there's and a few years ago I saw um, Savage Race was doing like they put out like a Savage workout thing right and their mm-hmm. their main tool was a cinder block and I was like God cinder blocks do freaking suck. They well, do. I mean, you can do so much with them. I mean, really, they're they're pretty versatile training they tool. When you think about a- it. Absolutely, no, you can do. Yeah, we just did one today, a whole routine with them today, and my shoulders and thighs are are, are toast because of that. But yeah, so oh we're gonna God. not only we'll have the murder bunny station, but we're gonna have uh-huh. one more station with the cinder block somewhere along the course. So what we wanted to do is we wanted to continue evolving the race and making mm-hmm. it a little bit different. So. Not only is the race going to be challenging, but we're also going to have that element of like a boot camp. So you nice. might come across a pull-up station or you might come across a cinder block station where it's part of the race. And it's part of the boot camp experience that, you know, law enforcement, uh-huh. firefighters, paramedics, military, they have to indoctrinate themselves in the boot camp before they can continue forward. So we wanted to give the public a little bit of that flavor as well. That is so cool. And I, we're seeing some races start going towards things like that, like this high rocks kind of like hybrid. Right, thing. right. 
Um, but man, it's so cool to see like this, these new aspects that you guys are putting in and making the race evolve because that is so important creating. I've talked to so many different races about what do I need to do to be successful? What do I need to do to, right. to keep people coming back? I said, do it once a year, create FOMO and do it big and do it, do it yeah. in a way that nobody can replicate this. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. I, I think, I think you hit the nail on the head. Um, you got to have that FOMO aspect, and, and, and it's a grassroots effort. This is going to be our fifth race, and each year we get a little bit bigger. Um, again, we, you know, we're just doing enough to, to get by because we are competing against a lot of big big companies. Yeah. And we want to put on a good race that people enjoy and appreciate and can rally around. Um, so that's, well, kind of, that's the fun I have with the, with the race. Well, the other thing that's also fun that you guys do that I think – I've never heard of any other race series doing anything like this. So typically, you know, we have an elite wave and it's a race to the finish. And then they cross the finish line first, second, third, ta-da, you're done. Catch your breath, get your beer, wait for the award ceremony. Mm -hmm. Um, But you guys do something a little bit different. Yeah, we we throw in for the special forces. We have, uh, we, we designed this little event called the Blitzkrieg. And the Blitzkrieg is designed to reward the top two men, top two uh, female athletes. And basically they're right after they get their awards or even before their, their awards, they get thrust into a short course, literally a blitz of various challenges, speed, strength, and stamina. And it's more, not more than what, like two minutes long, right. but it's just red line. Yeah. It's just like a killer. Like you thought the race was a, a tough one. Then now you're thrust into a one-on-one combat with somebody um you know to the finish and that crowns the overall champion for the event so we've had we've had people in the past where they've come in second place in the heat but win the blitzkrieg mm-hmm. and vice versa you know so you know it, it is a chance to if you didn't win the race hey maybe you get back and you could win it in the blitz so wow, it's just, it's so it's so cutthroat yeah and it's so that's awesome and it's so weird and that's so exciting too especially for for racers to who are out on the course, you know, a lot, the vast majority of racers are going to be on the course when the elite wave finishes. It's just kind of how it is. So, you know, unfortunately, unless you're in one of those later afternoon waves, a lot of times you don't get to see those elite racers. Um, But this will give everyone an opportunity when they finish the race to stick around, hang out and watch this Blitzkrieg and be able to see firsthand what these you know top-notch first and second place athletes are doing which i think is just awesome yeah i mean it's it's really cool to see that happen when 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 they're going after it and you know that they've given everything they had in the race and then you you ask them to do one more task and then the look on their faces and they're (laughs) you could could just sense the 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 heaviness in their legs (laughs) right Uh, it's fun to watch, but I admire them for being able to do that. I mean, to get in the top two and then battle it out with somebody, and that's pretty, that's pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. Sure. So you told us about murder bunnies. Are there any <laughs> other new things on the course this year that you're excited about that you want to yeah. kind of tease people with? Yes, yes, yes. Race ready obstacles. Uh, they're they they've created the um the twister um apparatus that many gyms around the Midwest are using now. Mm-hmm. So yep. Obstacles and and Aaron Sabia, the owner of that company, he comes to, on Build Week and he works with us and he works with Highlander and he works at Abominable. So he's a really nice guy and he works with all these companies. 
So we saw that the Twister was out there. So I approached him. I said, hey, Aaron, I want something unique to Frontline, something that's going to be extremely um, and it's going to be fun and it's going to be something that you can showcase as, as part of your repertoire for your company and just, you know, keep the company and the race evolving. So mm-hmm. he has, he, 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 I gave him some specs. He's designing it. He's welding it right now as we speak. And there's going to be a quick <laughs> little video coming out of him doing that. Um, but oh. that's one of the obstacles that's going to be a marquee um, fixture for Frontline. It's like a you Twister know? 2.0 shake it up kind of thing. Yes, exactly. Exactly. One of my favorite things, uh, going back to this though, it's like getting into doing something that nobody else is doing. It's right. it's like a good tattoo. It's yeah. like <laughs> like you go you go to a tattoo parlor and like if you want to get a real tattoo, you're like, uh, whatever you got for like fifty cents. No, I want something that like you, you're gonna put on your wall and like you're gonna be really proud of. You're gonna showcase this piece. Yeah, man, give, give me something real here. <laughs> give me something <laughs> that nobody else is gonna have. Exactly. That, Oh, it's, it's so much and, you know, everyone has everyone has every race has certain things that are very similar you know you have your rope climbs you have your bucket carries you have uh barbed wire crawls but we like to throw in a twist to those types of activities just to make it a little more challenging a little more different than somebody else absolutely um, for any race nice so where are you at with registrations are people still able to sign up at this point yeah. the race itself is on halloween yeah it's I, on I don't halloween. think we mentioned that yeah, it's on Halloween. Um, registrations are actually filling up like fast. I mean, Special Forces, I think we have maybe one or two spots open. Um, okay. So almost at capacity. Endurance still has some space. The 9 a.m. Um, heat, that's filled up. 9.30 is filling up. So 10 o'clock is still available. 10.30, every half hour we'll, we'll be doing them. And I think because of COVID, we'll probably break those into 15-minute intervals. So we probably okay. Okay. split them up a little bit. In, yeah, just to just to spread them out a little bit and and keep the social distancing as, as much as possible on the course. Well, you know, I think that's just such a good thing, and it's to breaking it up like that and these smaller events like this. You know, we've seen now Highlander come through with two events, COVID free. Mm-hmm. That's something that they did. That they followed up with these people and said, okay, are how is everybody doing? Has there been any cases? Have we had any reports? And it's just one of those things you can show that at these smaller races, you can manage the numbers, you can keep things in control, and you can you can do this correctly. Yeah, yeah. It just takes a little discipline, you know, from everyone, not, not just the race directors or the race owners or people working there, but the participants themselves. You know, it's one of the, the one, and one of the biggest emphasis that that I think people will continue to respect is the fact that. You know, we are honoring these men and women who are on the front lines. So, you know, wearing a mask is not the end of the world in the in the in the festival area. It's mm-hmm. it's protecting other people. It's respecting other people. And it's making it easier for these men and women who have to deal with these cases. You know, let's give them less people to worry about, you know, right. in the community. Absolutely. Well, Absolutely. especially in today's day and age and, and you know, the the highly political nature of everything right now with with frontline, you know, officers and everything, like to have an opportunity to honor them and, you know, showcase all the good that they do. I mean, down to even the medals that you guys offer. Like, I think it's, it just makes it really, really special. Yeah. I I think I appreciate that. And and yes, I mean, it gives us that opportunity to respect these people and, you know, not just talk about it. Let's just, let's show and support symbolically, physically, that we're standing behind them. And, you know, it's a tough job for any of these first responders, mm-hmm. these essential workers as the catchphrase is now, 
all these right. essential workers, you know, we have to have their backs, regardless of the, you know, where you stand politically on the spectrum. You know, people are people, they're doing a job. Um, and it's easy to judge people, you know, in a split second, but they're out there doing it. And, you know, if you think people can do better, get out there and sign up, get out there and walk the front line. You know, that's the there biggest, you you know, talk is cheap, um, you know, so do something about it. So if people want to sign up or get in touch with you or have any questions, what's the best way for, for that? Um, to best happen? way is, is to go on uh, frontlineocr.com to register um they can hit us up on facebook as well but yeah you can send emails through the frontline account um, run sign up is the page we use for our actual registrations so i think if you go in there and run sign up and look for frontline you'll you'll find it as well instagram Instagram, dm me i'm pretty responsive i'm on my phone like all the time so <laughs> dude we've been hearing it blow up here in the back. i know we hear um, it vibrating over there <laughs> that, you know, that is a very busy man uh, that, here that was the um, build crew. I, I started a thread with the build crew. So we've got. So let's talk about some of the build crew guys. Okay. So ended Sid Morris out of Louisiana. So he's coming. He's coming up for the race. Wait, you got Sid coming? Yeah, Sid's coming up. We know Sid very oh, well. You guys shit. recommend him. So I so I called him and he's coming up to do the race. We've got Ray Weathers out of Missouri. He he did last front line with us and he was awesome. That uh-huh. that guy was super uh-huh. organized. It was the first race where I didn't have to be at the build the entire time. He said, Eddie, you go home, you do your admin stuff. That's what you're paying me to do. I'll administer it. I'll run, I'll, I will manage everything. And he did a phenomenal job. And we got Aaron Sabia as part of the build mm-hmm. crew. We've got a, a Tiffin Rowley out of California is coming out and he works with Ray Weathers as well. So we've got four really good guys who are leading the crew. Plus we got a boatload of really good volunteers. We've got Franco Spartan who always dedicates his time to um, come out to build week always is there Franco's such a good guy yeah, yeah. Franco's awesome he's like he, he's like synonymous with OCR in the Midwest you know that guy oh, for sure supports everyone is a great hearted guy so he'll be on the build crew got a lot of guys from F3 coming out um, to help out and several other volunteers Josh the juice Andrelay he's he's set up a couple yep. times where he's coming during the week um, just countless guys that are coming out to help and men and women uh-uh. so there's another one right there sorry about that guys <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited about the build crew because I can do administrative work and I don't, and I love building. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love getting out there and, and creating it, but it, it is really nice when you have dependable people who are mature enough and they can handle the job and you don't have to babysit them and do anything. They just do the job because they're pros right. and they make it run. So I'm really appreciative of them being able to come out here and, uh, and do this job for us. Fantastic. You know, just speaking back to that community and you just, once again, just name dropping like crazy, man, it's, it's it makes it just feel like homecoming. And I've talked before about like we've kind of like we're in the second stage of OCR right now, I feel, because like we had the first like really boom years where mm-hmm. we had things like mud, guts and glory. And then you kind of came in here in the second wave of, of the OCR world and started your race and, and have done great and stayed on. Mm-hmm. And just it when you hear those names and you know these friends are coming, man, it just feels like homecoming. It just feels yeah. so good. It feels so <laughs> damn good. It, you know um, what? It's really a great feeling to be able to recognize these people from all the races that you go to and everyone getting behind the local races. I mean, there's Case Creek had a local race recently, too. and they. I heard and that was a blast. I heard it was, too, and I couldn't go because I had I was working. But I heard that. See, that's another local race that 
just give it a little nurture and, and getting behind it. And mm-hmm. that's just going to grow and it's going to cater to the people. And that's what I think the big companies and I'm not knocking any of their business models because they're doing a great job. They're where they are because yeah, they're making they're money. Done. But you get to a point where you don't know all the people and that's the, and that's the issue. You need to, you need to cater to your clients and you need to be part of that community and not take them for granted. And I think that's, you know, we're not a machine that's going to churn out a new person who's never heard of us and just going to show up because of our name. You know, we have to really work hard. You know, Highlander does abominable to get the name out and the brand recognition is, is, is a lot of hard work. So we don't take anyone for granted. And I try to know everybody that comes to the race. You try to know them. It's, you know, it's just such a passion project and that just speaks so much through these different things. And even talking about once again, do, do something right, do it once and make, create that FOMO. And I was so worried this past year with the guys at Highlander when they decided to do dark ages. And I was like, man, don't do another race. But if you do it, do it something entirely different. Yeah. They did it well. They they did did it well. (laughs) For sure. For sure. I mean. The things that are lasting are, are definitely making their mark, and it's it's just it's really great. And I think the biggest thing, biggest testament to the Midwest right now, and why we're seeing so much success in the Midwest is just how much everyone is working together to keep it alive. And Agreed. you know, building the partnerships and building the partner races that are helping one another instead of focusing on you know the competition of each other. Um, you know, I think that that's what's what's helping the Midwest just thrive right now. Yeah, I agree with you. I think the fact that everyone's on the same page and they're not and we're not like competing because we're we all, mm-hmm. we get the same races, the same people come and patronize yep. all of our races. And if you just coordinate so that you're not having races on the same day, at least with the smaller races, you do fine. You, you, we can't control the big races. They're going to they're going to cock block you no matter what. Yeah, just racers they 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 do it but that's just we have to deal with it as long as we support each other insulate one another and um and just really have these relationships i I think we'll do okay i agree i agree ten thousand percent well we are super excited to come out there um jacob and i will be on the mics this time again um we are super stoked for it and if anyone else out there is listening and has not signed up yet um this race will fill up spaces are limited um, so definitely get on it and sign up, and hopefully we'll see everybody out there on Halloween. Absolutely. Oh. Hey, let's, what do you think, uh, Leah uh, and Jacob? Uh, best costume contest? I was we should totally have a costume contest. That. that was going to be on the outro. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Definitely yep. there should be a costume contest. Jacob and, and I are already coordinating. We've, okay. All week we've been talking about Halloween costumes. Okay, good. Oh, my God. You guys take lead on that one because I, I, I'm going to have my hands full with some other things. But if, since you guys are on the mic, you guys are going to be the you guys are going to be the sure. so absolutely we'll, we'll get this we going. We will do it for awesome. sure. But thank you so much for taking your time with us tonight. Oh, oh thank you guys. I appreciate that. All right. righty. You take it easy, and we will see uh, you in a few weeks. Yes. Yes. Take care. Be safe. So Leah. Huh. Are you going to go out for a lap in the vest? Uh, well, <laughs> I'm going to go out for a lap. Um, I don't know if I'm going, I mean, why not? But do I have, you know, any, any sense of being able to keep it? I don't know. I mean, so after we recorded with Ed, um, no sooner did we hang up than the teaser video was released of the Kraken. The Kraken. 
So yeah. if you guys haven't seen the video yet, you heard us talking briefly, kind of Ed described it as a twister upgrade. Basically what it is, is it. An uncheck twister is what it looks like. Right. It looks like Twister, but instead of handles, it's, you know, nunchucks, little spikies that you hold on to. It's going to suck bad, and it's going to suck extra bad if there's any kind of weather or rain. So, Do you think doing it backwards is So I personally am not a question, right? (laughs) Well, I am not a backwards Twister person. Um, I know that that's the preferred, you know, method mm-hmm. by most people. Um, me personally, I just am much more comfortable going sideways. Um, and so I don't know how that would be. I did see a video that somebody shared with me um, of basically the same Kraken type apparatus that they had in somewhere in Europe. Um, where mm-hmm. it was the same concept of like nunchucks sticking out. Mm-hmm. Um, and the girl who was doing it was forward facing and was doing it like the motion of monkey bars. Um, so she was essentially skipping every other stick and swinging out like a monkey bar so that the bar she was reaching was always in the upward position instead of going every single one. Um, and she went through it that way pretty easily, but that wasn't with a weight vest. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, I don't know if you'd be able to get that much swing and that much control, but it's going to be interesting seeing I people attack this. I would not swing this. on this one. <laughs> I personally, probably not either. I would probably just move and pray as fast as I can, but I don't know. I don't know. It's pretty awesome, though, seeing all these people that that are popping up now um tagging frontline of things they're doing in their weight vests to prepare for this event so it is fun it's, it's cool it's got its own little following it's so fun up here and that's just getting back to the community that's those are the kind of things that I'm just happy to see at this event and that's one of the reasons why like I'm announcing at this and I really want to go up Friday night and get my lap in mm-hmm. so I can get I can still run right and right. then like spend the whole day then Saturday dedicated to like the community and helping them out and doing fun stuff with them. Yeah, it's going to be fun. I'm really excited to, to be up there to be announcing again. Um, you guys heard us tease a little bit. There's going to be a costume contest. It's Halloween for God's sake. I got to so figure out what my costume is. Still. <laughs> we expect everybody to be there in costume. Um, we will host that contest and hopefully some others keep it fun in the festival because as we are waiting for that Blitzkrieg event, um, we just want to throw down and have some fun with y'all. We want to have a good time as always. I mean, that's yep. just kind of who we are. Just having a, having a good time and yep. doing weird mud runs. Yep. So that event uh, is again on Halloween, about two and a half weeks from now, there's still time to sign up. It will fill up. Um, so don't, don't put it off any longer it will most likely sell out just like just like everything for just like um, everything else yep yeah I mean, it's so. we want to race leah what you got going on this weekend um this weekend i am actually traveling to st louis for a fun throwdown event called the Chirenji. i competed in it last year ended up in second place last year um it is a very short course. I think it's about one mile of running plus this year, something obscene, like 30 something obstacles. Like they've stepped it up with obstacles. 
Um, and what's really, really cool, get this. Okay, so it's single person start waves um, because of just the way they have it set up. They, they'll start one person, and then as, after they get so far along, then they'll start the next person. So it's a time trial format. Okay. But guess what they're doing? What are they doing, Leah? They are doing walkout songs for when it's your turn to run. So we had until so Friday night. So what's a walkout night. song? Oh, it's going to be a surprise. Is it Hollow Bat Girl? <laughs> oh, that would have been a really, really good one, actually. No, no, it was something else. But every athlete who's running had until, you know, Friday night to submit their walkout song. So when it's your turn right. to go, you get your own hype music, which I think is so freaking awesome. That's pretty so, wild. I, yep, for the I'm record, huh. mine would be White Walls by Macklemore. That's all I got to say. Okay, okay. <laughs> I, I will I tell you, I sick. had my narrow down to three, and it was a very tough decision, but I uh, finally made one. So I'm excited. It's going to be fun. Oh, good stuff. Good stuff. I'm running a long distance, hopefully, this weekend, and yep. hopefully it's yep. going to be nice and cool for me. Um, well, hopefully the temps are dropping, and hopefully it'll be good weather and absolutely. throw down and get some crowns. Absolutely. Well, no crowns this weekend, just one long run. Oh, before we get going here, I'm uh, uh. going to go ahead and tell everybody it's like buy old stuff season. <laughs> buy old stuff? Yeah, it's what buy old buying? stuff season, Leah. Um, so right now, if you're familiar, I'm going to give a head up to all our listeners right now on the um, on the Tough Mudder website. All their gear is 60% off. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so check it out if you're wanting some old world's toughest mudder swag. Check that out. Also, the season passes are up. Um, if you if you're a fan of the World's Toughest podcast, Will Hicks does a great job of breaking down uh, next year's season passes for World's Toughest Mudder and, and just Tough Mudder in general. They've got some really sweet perks out there next year. Um, Which is encouraging to know that Tough Mudder's still alive and kicking. Yeah, they're gonna have some cool stuff coming out. Um, yep. I'm I'm actually like kind of considering getting a pass here because they've got some Ooh. decent deals there. Okay. Um, but then. Also, Spartan, yep, yesterday, that's everything in their clearance aisle is 50% off. Oh, um, for Pete's sakes. All yep, right. So Spartan's got, yep, cheap stuff right now, too. Um, I can tell you right now, if you guys are looking for a really nice tech shirt, the, um, they've got very simple ones for the guys that are, like, short sleeve, that are, like, tech material. The craft they're craft, but they're like the, I'll look it up right now and pull it up here because I don't want to say the wrong ones. Um mm. Um, it is the, do, 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 do. and also darn tough socks are on there too. Yeah. Um, which I love me a good pair of darn tough socks. I bought They're marina wool, right? Last time. They are marina wool. Um, they are, I've bought two of the thicker ones, um, that are freaking great. Uh, there's also a really nice coat on there, uh, as well as the ultra hoodie, which is always really, really nice. I like my ultra hoodie. It is the heaviest hoodie I have. Yep, you can get it for 30 bucks right now. That's probably one of the de- cheapest I've seen. The yeah, ultra that's hoodie a hell of a deal. Um, but the shirts that I'm going to go ahead and mention here. Where are you at, shirts? Where are you at? Where are you at? Where are you at? Uh, um, they're good training shirts. Um mm-hmm. They are, where are you at? There you go. The Spartan Bike Craft Ease SST. Um, All right. How much are they? They are $12. Okay. Um, Really nice tech shirts. They come in three different colors. I've got a black one, uh, but it's a really, really nice lightweight shirt. Um, Once again, guys, good equipment out there. Good equipment is not cheap. 
Um, but with they, when companies have deals like this that are just really, really good, I love to give my friends and family like a really good heads up. This yep. is on sale right now. So if you're looking for like some good shorts or good shirts from Craft right now, they are for sale on the Spartan store, as well as uh, if you want some cool, cool swag, I picked up like some patches from uh, Tough Mudder and stuff like that. Yep. They've got those for sale over there. Check them out. Um, yeah, they're clearing out the closet, getting ready for 2021 gear, and we'll see what 2021 brings us. Who knows? But Who maybe knows? another Spartan Games. Um, anyway, <laughs> Leah, that's all I got. <laughs> I think that is about it. If you guys are coming out to Frontline the end of the month, um, we look forward to seeing you get those costumes. Um, and everybody else, keep kicking ass and training hard. If you uh, if you want to do great things, you know, reach out to us. Uh, want to see some stuff here? As always, message us, uh, leave yeah. us a review, and yell at us. You know, that's fun too. Yeah. <laughs> like, share, comment. Some... Any feedback is welcome. Absolutely. Um, looking to do some things changing up next year because we're kind of winding down for the season a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's weird. But... We're starting up but winding down at the same time. So. Exactly. We've got some fun things planned for next year. I'm starting to move some things around and get back to life as normal but i don't think they'll ever really be a normal especially after listening to today i heard okay <laughs> once again random tangent microsoft is now fully work from home like indefinitely oh okay um and i work for a fortune 500 too so i know that we're probably gonna be taking notes on that so what yeah. is my work life balance going to look like who knows we'll figure it out <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah what a weird time to be alive yeah. anyway i guess that's all i got until next week um right. i'm jacob bosecker And I'm Leah Hensley. We'll catch you out there. See you guys. Bye. This has been the Bro CR Supercast, powered by Bro CR Media. We always love reviews. Oh, and shout outs too. Want to be on the review? Drop us a line. We know there are other obstacle course racing podcasts out there, but you choose to laugh with us for a while. So, thanks. Thank you. No, thank you. Thank you. No, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. And thank you. Okay, thank you. Bye-bye. God bless. Bye-bye. And bye-bye. Bye-bye. And bye-bye. Bye. Bye, everyone. And bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.